Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, and I'd like to welcome you to the Daily Compliance News. The Daily Compliance News is an offering of the Compliance Podcast Network. May 16, 2019, the CEOs and ethical lapses. First, we begin with a very interesting story from the Edge Markets, an online reporting service which reports that uh, Malaysian ministers may soon be required to include safeguards against corruption within their ministries as a part of their key performance indicators. The prime minister has proposed a special cabinet committee on anti-corruption measures that ministers should undertake five anti-corruption measures as part of their ministry in their ministries as part of the national anti-corruption plan. It includes ensuring that administrative staff stay within it, ministries declare their assets, pledging to create and enforce a gift policy, enforcing anti-corruption plans at their ministries, holding meetings to improve governance, integrity, and anti-corruption measures, and improving transparency in public procurement. Uh, It'll be interesting to see what uh, shakes out on that. From the Wall Street Journal, the Nordic countries and the Baltic countries, and regulators therein, extra points if you can name both correctly, have said they have developed a coordinated process to exchange information regarding money laundering. A formal agreement is being drafted. The measures come as banks in the regions face some very troubling and difficult questions about safeguards for spotting financial crimes. These questions have had a significant impact, prompting credit firm credit ratings firms to cut their outlooks for banks. And this can only be uh, welcomed as uh, a new measure in the global fight against money laundering. Do companies fear uh, legal consequences for illegal conduct? Well, an article in Dealbook in the New York Times says um, apparently the answer is no. <clears throat> they point to obviously several examples, Goldman Sachs, Wells Fargo, Facebook, and others. Uh, and now Ford is under a um, criminal investigation for its uh, emissions reporting, uh, they really end with um, uh, the following, that the Department of Justice under President Trump has favored deferred and non-prosecution agreements rather than guilty pleas. The penalties have been imposed, uh, the penalties that have been imposed are relatively small compared with those seen at the end of the Obama administration, and that this raises the question of whether the friendlier climate in Washington will engender greater compliance or foster the view that a violation will only result in an expensive speeding ticket. And finally, in an extraordinary article in the Washington Post, it reports that more CEOs were forced out for ethical lapses in 2019 than were for for, for poor financial uh, reports. This is certainly, I think, welcome news for the uh, ethics community, Uh, as chief executives faced a year of reckoning uh, in 2018, but not for um, financial uh, problems. Boards have clamped down in misconduct in the Me Too era and placed greater scrutiny on executive behavior and most particularly CEOs. Uh, It really does start at the top, so I think this will be a welcome trend going forward. If you are interested in the... New Department of Justice Evaluation of Corporate Compliance 2019 Guidance. Check out the most recent episode of Everything Compliance, where the entire gang breaks down a component of it.
We recently premiered two new shows on the Compliance Podcast Network in Modern Medium. Paris Fox takes a look at how you go through the process of designing art and why it's so important for the compliance practitioner to utilize these skills in their communications with their uh, employees. In Forensically Speaking, Jonathan Marks helps you understand the forensic side of compliance.